Welcome to the Searching for Meaning podcast. My name is Gonzalo, and I'm joined by my brother, Tiago. Greetings. And in today's episode, it's just the two of us. And you, my dear friend. <laughs> no, but uh, getting into the podcast. First of all, I want to just talk about how incredible it is. Thanks to everyone who subscribed to the page. You're, you're the ones who allow us to do this. <laughs> <laughs> no, like really, thank you. It's at 5,000 and almost 600. And the funny thing is, it was at 5,000 yesterday, if I'm not mistaken. Boom. And it's so interesting to see like how the growth happened. Because for the first 500 subscribers, it took like one month. And now it takes one day. Isn't it? <laughs> More. No, it's like for the first 500, it took like three months. No. Is it? Was it? Yeah. Yeah. Three, no, it, that, for two, two months. Yeah, two months. Yeah, two months. Yeah, two months for sure. Was like three. How, and now one day. How fucking crazy is that? Yeah. When you put it in perspective. <laughs> you know, my God, it's like in one thousand. Oh <laughs> and now, for example, oh. we're getting around uh, two between two hundred and three hundred followers per day. You know, there's some peak days like today, but that took one month, like in the beginning, and now it's mm -hmm. so exponential. And this for me really goes back to the book Atomic Habits where it, it tells you how, you know, uh, I think so for a, an ice cube to melt it's only at, I don't know, like 5 degrees or something, I don't know for sure but all the way there it's not melting, but all that was also effort, you know, the from 0 to 1, 1 to 2, 2 to 3 and then once it reaches that critical point, it does melt and I feel like that's what we've hit we've hit like where the balance, we kind of tip the balance, the scale in our favor and now it's yeah. just like boom the floodgates are open no definitely it's, it's crazy Alma. and it's and the, here is where you really see that there is no secret like we can't tell you just the one thing we did to, to make this happen we just we just kept on being consistent and it just kind of grew by itself <clears> which is which is crazy like <laughs> It's just being consistent, whatever. Like, of course, you have a good message and whatever it may be, but the main thing is just being consistent over a, a long period of time. Oh, yeah, for sure. And like right now, that's when I'm, we're really noticing it. And I, I, I noticed before because I, I did, you know, like advertising, Facebook and all that. And I used to see those videos like organic growth, da, 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 which to be honest are a bit, you know, fake, but... I was always like, oh, that's impossible. And now it is. No, because when you do, when you create a product that people want, which in this case is the posts we do, and, you know, there's clearly a market for it, then people yeah. come. And it's, you don't need to be like super game. You don't need to do pretty much what everyone else is doing. Like if you go to most pages, you go to the, I don't know, like hashtag hustle or something. It's all the same. It's all this, <laughs> this you know, kind of uh, super dark background image of either a Bentley um a, a lion or a pretty dude <laughs> and then some you know quote-unquote hustle quote which is like uh no pain no gain to be the more generic as possible as yeah, i can be and, and sometimes now i see some people asking me about the page like oh how did you grow so much and because i'm doing a page and it's not growing and then i see their page and it's like of course not because it's it's the same thing <laughs> it's like yeah. it's uh, not to get too markety here but same thing, like if you're going to sell, I don't know, beans and your beans are the same as everyone else, you're going to grow exactly. Are you going to get the same results as everyone else? 
But now if you sell gourmet beans, not to say that we're the gourmet bean. <laughs> but we are. But you know, but you know, this is some serious gourmet shit. So no, but if you find a way to differentiate yourself, then you know, not only is it better for you because you'll grow faster, but it's also better for everyone else because they're not seeing the same shit hitting their highs. And uh, before I pass the word to you, I just have to go grab another uh, headphones because these ones are capturing your noise. So please keep talking. But yeah, that, that really talks to the, the fact I've, I've spoken about consistency, but continuing a bit, it's like also keeping true to, your, to yourself and having a message that you really want to, to get across and not compromising on that message. Like when we started, I maybe thought about all the, those other pages and what they were doing. The, the, they were posting the also quotes, really appealing to that masculine, I don't, I don't want to say toxic, that's bullshit, but appealing to that that's the, the insecurities of people. If you see lots of those pages, it's like, if she left you, it's because she wasn't good enough for you. Like, and... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which which I kind of did before I asked you to uh, start the podcast. It was some something some bullshit like that, like a uh, hustler's mindset versus poor mindset. Which yeah. Yeah. Isn't it crazy though? Like how many fucking pages about those sad? Uh, the other day I was on the explore page and I was like, "What sad guy shit is this?" Like, uh, you can't trust anyone, so you better be alone. It's like, no. Like, can we? It's, it's like, who's writing this? Is it a thirteen-year-old who's writing this shit? Like, come on, you know, grow, grow, grow up a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because as humans, we need to be in a group. It's we there's a lot of the ego thing to be like, oh no, I I'm gonna do all this alone. But we humans find the most the dumbest shit to to you know connect with each other. I was thinking about this today because I was I went shopping and then I saw this uh poster. Announcing a motorcycle gang, not gang, but people like motorcycles event. So people have motorcycles go to these events. And then I was thinking, so the, the only thing, not the only thing, but the common ground here is we all like two-wheeled vehicles. That's it. <laughs> we all like it, so we're just going to go park them and then just drink beers and talk. Because we humans, we need, number one, we need this, or I believe we need to you know, connect with each other. And then that's how we can push push not only ourselves, but everyone else forward. You know, no company runs by itself. There's not like one, even the one-man companies, you know, they still need other people, maybe not directly connected, but somebody had to build something they're using right now. 
somebody has to distribute, you know, it's never alone. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. It's we do we do everything we can, and like all, you know, tech technological advance. What are the biggest ones we say that we have nowadays? Internet, social media, etc. It is to make it easier for us to connect with each other. Even cars. Well, what does a car allow you? To go faster to another location where there are people. And and what you're doing there is mostly related to people. Whether that's work, whether that's for pleasure. It's always related to people. All this to say that please... <laughs> this is one thing. Please do not follow those pages. Or it's not... I don't think it's good things to feed to your mind to... To your ego, basically, to just say, no, you don't need anyone else. You're good all by yourself. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Or not all the at all times, you know. Even the guys like David Goggins and Jocko, then they go surf and then they go chill and then they do stuff <laughs> like the 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 hardcoreness, quote unquote, that you see. So very brief periods of time during the day, it's like one hour, two hours per day, and then you know you gotta have to recover from that. And I wanted to... Oh, first of all, Tiago, your screen is flashing for some reason. I don't know what. It's like lights. I'm, I'm going to get an epileptic attack pretty soon. Which I kind of reminded something. So the other day... I don't think I told you. The other day I went running. And I was kind of... I was kind of sick to my stomach. Kind of, you know. The previous day. But then the next I was good. So I was like, I'm going to go run. And I went five kilometers. When I stopped running, I, I was going to do some pull-ups. I stopped running and I'm like... I'm feeling dizzy. I'm not feeling good. And then I start, my vision starts to, you know, when, you know, when you increase the exposure on an image you're editing and it just looks like all white. That's, I started to see like that and I was like, what the fuck is happening? And for, you know, my brain first instance was like, I'm going to die. I'm seeing the light. It's over. <laughs> Goodbye. No, but then I recovered and all that. And I come back to me and I was like, I kind of have a bit of a memento mori type of shit there. So I was like, I was I never had that. I puked before uh, over exercising, but never this never happened. I was like, what the fuck happened? And then it came to me like, you know, that probably was just a blood um not sugar, but blood pressure kind of dropped or something. But I thought like, hmm, this is probably what it feels like to die if you go if it went 
No, if, you know, if it just if it was more dramatic and it's like light and boom, it's over. And then it really came to me because, you know, one day it's going to happen. Maybe not like that, but one day, or maybe it is like that. I'm just, you see that and like, whoop, it's over. And that's, you know, when, when you really, that day I was kind of thinking about it. It's kind of scary, scary and scary in the sense that you have, we have no idea what happens. You know, we're here, we're chilling. We, you know, we complained that our coffee wasn't hot enough. I complain sometimes, I complain like the old lady today in the bus was talking too loud. I complained mentally, and then you, you don't realize the bus the bus could crash right then and you die, and then, and then that's it, it's over. Yeah, or or there's no music and you're you're holding your friend and you're bleeding. No, it's like boom, a car hits you, you blink, you die. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and it's and it's not dramatic at all, you know. It's it's just because it is a part of life. Like waking up is not dramatic at all. It's going to sleep forever, you know. It is for your friends and all that. But a dog that walks by is like, okay, whatever. So, yeah. <laughs> it's like. Your brain, your brain explodes through your nose. Like, I'm dying. But the best thing, like, we're never. I had the same thing. So when I I went to Auschwitz, where the concentration camp was, you know, in my mind, subconsciously, you always because you see it in movies, you see it in documentaries. It's always raining. It's always dark, and there's always sad music on the background. And I went there, it was a sunny day, it was a beautiful sunny day. No, no, you know, there's no sad music, of course, it's real life. And then I get there and I was like, you get there and I'm like, what the fuck? It's it's just a place. But then it, after that, it felt super real because then the guys were like, oh, so this is the wall where they shot 100 people per day. I'm like, oh God. Then they take you down the path where they, people had to crawl to go to the, the, the stoves, oven shit, where they burned everywhere. And you're looking at us like, oh my god, if this, if I was a Jew like 50 years ago here, or how many years ago it was, I would have crawled through this tiny space and I would have, you know, died. And then, first of all, I left there with a, a gigantic headache, but also very, you know, very, how would the word, grateful about being alive. And I feel like after this running thing, I feel like it's good, I don't know, maybe once a month or something, it would be good for us to like Marcus Aureli says, to meditate on this, to realize that, you know, it's not forever. There's, you know, let's say a hundred years from now, we are still alive, which should be very good. But then you die and it's like, that's it, it's over. I don't, I don't feel, I don't believe that you're going to feel very different emotionally, you know, because I don't feel different from when I was 13 years old that much. It's, I'm still me, you know, and when I'm a hundred, I'm still me. But then one day you're gonna have to deal with this feeling that you're that you're not gonna be you anymore. You're not gonna be anything. It's gonna like loop. It's over.
Yeah, because also it's, it hits you more, and it hits you more when you're not expecting as well, because because you're never going to be like, tomorrow I'm going to die, it's planned. No, it's one day, and you don't pick, you, maybe if you want to kill yourself, but if everything goes well, you're not going to pick it. Be like, yeah, tomorrow it is. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that... Yeah, don't do that. Yeah, yeah, that's the number one. No, that's... I, yeah, for all means, I said meditate. I didn't say go to a cliff. Let's <laughs> be very clear. No, but I feel like, you know, of course, life is going to present you these moments. I feel like more than maybe meditating is just meditating on these moments that happen and not letting them go by just as, you know, because there's a lot of people who go to Auschwitz and it's like, oh, I feel bad one. Okay, not mocking anyone, but <laughs> they go there, they feel bad, and it's like, okay, back to my normal life. And then I'm complaining about... Oh, my Nespresso machine is kind of broken. It was, if only it was good, my life would be good. Maybe if, because once those moments, at least they hit me, it's like nothing else matters, you know? Eh, the car broke down, whatever. And I remember it's like when we, exactly what I was thinking about. Yeah. Yeah, because like, yeah, it, it is true. Yeah. Yeah. And it's also a very good thing uh, because next week it's going to be the book we're reviewing. It's the seven habits of highly effective people. And the, you know, little teaser here, the, the habit number one is being proactive. And a lot of it, uh, which he says in the book, is about your language, you know. So if, you're, if you say things like, oh, no, I, I need to go to the job because I need to make money. That's not very empowering to yourself. It's almost in a complaining way. But now if you say, let's say, no. I choose to go to the job because this is going to allow me to do this and then it's going to allow me to do that. Then you're saying to yourself that you're doing things because you want to and there's a meaning behind them. Now if you're just complaining like, oh my God, I can't believe he cut me off. Oh my God, how could he do that? Then you're putting the power in outside forces. You can't control that, but you can always control or I believe you can always control how you not feel about it because sometimes you feel pissed, but you can feel, yeah, you can say how you respond. You can feel angry, but you can say how you respond to that anger. You can feel sad, but you can say how you respond. You can go cry and eat two bucks of ice cream, or you can, you know, maybe cry, but then move on with your life. It is, it's different. And for me, I remember reading this book because I read the book already two times before. And every time, first time I read it, I only took like the first two lessons. And after that, I was like, this book is boring as shit. I don't want to read it anymore. Then the next time I read like the next, I read four and I was like, how could I find this boring? It's retarded. And now I feel like it's what's gonna happen is it's 
I'm going to move even forward and I'm going to be like, I was dumb as hell. And it makes sense. And that, that one is big for me. Being proactive and in starting by your language, by how you think. Because how you think becomes how you act, which becomes how you become. Boom. No, it's not. It's not. It's a. Uh, and okay, you can keep talking. I'll I'll research it. <laughs> yeah, unlimited power. That's it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Being loud as loud as hell. Just a side note here because we lived in the same house. I would go. I would also play, but I would go to sleep earlier, which was one a.m. And he would go at like four a.m. And so I had to listen to his computer, which was like super loud. And then he talked very loud, which was like kill him. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm trying to sleep over this, but you know, move on. <laughs> Good times, babe. <laughs> yeah. Yep, yep. Yep, absolutely. Book review. Yep. Even his name, yeah. It was a number at that point. Yep. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And I think I'll give my example here. I think it's a good one because so let's how many months like when we started the podcast was six months ago, maybe? So like six months ago. I, I thought I was going to have like super cool job, remote, da-da-da, you know, 
kind of high. Then I thought, then I'm not, I thought then happened kind of fired shitty deal. Boom, all the way down, worked in a coffee shop, waking up at 5 a.m., <laughs> going to work at 6 a.m. every day. Yeah, Saturdays also, from Monday to Saturday for like five months. And then now at a new opportunity, much better, remote, super good, doing something that's actually meaningful and not selling shit I don't believe in. And all of that's because, or the biggest reason is because in my mind at this point, I have the belief that all it all comes from my decisions. The, the shitty deal happened because I did shitty decisions. I didn't sign anything. It was all word of mouth. It's, it's on me. It's not on anyone else. And, you know, sometimes there's an impulse on me like saying, piece of shit was his fault, but it doesn't help me. I, I can choose if that thought pops up, but I can choose how I talk to how I talk to that thought. I can be like, no, that was not really like that. Maybe I could have done this. It's on me. And by doing that, like, because I remember also when we <laughs> you spent every day, all day playing video games, I reached the end of the day. I felt like shit. I was like, I wasted another day. I have no idea what I'm doing with my life. And now it is, it's much different. It's like, I sometimes have the impulse to, you know, go play video games, watch 10 hours of YouTube. Sometimes I fail, of course, we're all human. But when I don't fail, when I can maintain to it, it's the best feeling at the end of the day. Because it's an empowering feeling. You, at least I feel that I'm making progress towards where I want to go. I saw the obstacle, I moved past the obstacle, and I'm on my path. And even when I fall out of my path, if the next day I can do everything, like eat my eggs in the morning, read, meditate, then do my work, do the tasks I assigned to myself, life is much better. And then I can go do all those things that I, my impulses want, but I can do them freely of feeling like a piece of shit. And if I could give one, just one word of advice to you, young friend who's listening and who's kind of lost, not because I'm very old now, but if you're listening and you're kind of, yeah, in my day, no, but like if you're listening and you feel kind of lost, and I give my advice from a point of some someone who felt that for a very long time, that he was lost and then now doesn't feel as much is, you know, pick something, stick to it, and then go progressively add things on top of that. Boom. That's it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I, I was thinking the exact same thing. It is that. Consistency. Every, every day a post, every, <laughs> every podcast. Yep. Yeah, it's committing, it's commitment and consistency. It's, which is very boring, you know? And I do believe that when you're starting out, you're going to have newbie gains, quote unquote, like in the gym, you know? For me, it was taking, traveling to Madrid. That was ex exponentially, that's accelerated my growth. But, you know, and if you're starting out, do those things, but don't do those things expecting 
that they're going to solve. And, you know, to be honest, maybe do, because I had to do it with that mindset to realize it's not this. I had to do a lot of things very impatiently to now having this page and being like, this, in my mind, this is to keep forever. Forever. I'm going to post every day and you're going to post every day and we're going to have a podcast uh, releasing every Friday in my mind forever. And I'm, and, and now seeing the page grow, it's almost like seeing a baby grow. It's like, oh, is that, he's almost at 6,000 followers now. But only, only six months ago, he, he, he didn't exist. This didn't exist. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but here's the thing. Those moments, at least for me, those paradigm shifts only come after a lot of pain, a lot of emotional pain. It's not like, yeah, you go traveling, it's amazing. No, it's not. For me, at the first month was horrible. I was like, I hate myself and I want to leave the place. That's it. That's it. But then something something did change. And then I was like, oh, because it was like, maybe I should just enjoy this shit. Maybe I should, you know, something changed. I don't remember. But at the time, I do remember laying in bed and feeling this like ball of <laughs> hatred inside. And I was like, what the fuck's happening? I don't feel good. I But that is necessary. That's also something I don't feel like a lot of people talk about or the ones that talk, people kind of push past that, like, yeah, yeah, pain, whatever. But no, it's extreme emotional pain is required for great change. At least all the great change I saw in myself was only after moments where, you know, I wanted to give up. I didn't know I was completely lost. It's like rock bottom. Yep. Yep. Yeah, and like just giving a practical example. Oh no, finish what you're gonna say. Not to cut you off. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, you find a new low because it, it, what I see is like if you when you hit low, it doesn't propel you up, then you're gonna keep going lower. But I was gonna say something I kind of forgot. But no, but yeah, that's it. That's it. You know, and not to say like, and not to say you know like pain and you need pain. But no, but it's it, the lower you're starting, the more that's gonna happen. It's just part of life. If you're bad, if you have bad social skills. And you leave an environment, you go put yourself in an environment where there's no comfort and you have to talk to people, you're going to feel bad for a month, two months. I don't know. But then you, you'll not feel bad because you're, that pain is telling you you need to survive better. That's it, pretty much. So you're going to adapt, talk better, boom. And this is, this, this is the thing. It sounds very simple here. And I remember the, I, in my mind before I, I went to this situation, I, know, I knew in my mind it was like, yeah, it's going to be uncomfortable, but I can deal with it. But then once you get there and, and you feel it, it's always different. And 
I, I really want to say this because no one told me this. No one told you this, Tiago. And I feel like this needs to be talked about. When you travel, when you leave an environment of high comfort, let's say you live with your parents, your friends have been the same for 10 years, and you leave, you are going to feel bad emotionally. Regardless, it is impossible not to. When you get to the new place, you're there for a week, and then you get bored of the newness of everything, you're going to feel bad. Because your, your brain is not getting that dopamine of, you know, same friends, same parents, comfort. It's normal. Please don't give up. Push through. Stick with it. If you said six months, stick with six months. Yep. Yep. <laughs> you sound like Jordan Peterson, yeah. It's serious, man. <laughs> no, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Okay, before you go on, I think uh, let's finish then on this topic. And yeah, it's good. Yeah. Yep. Yep, it is true. Yep, yep. Yep. Always stressed also because your high stress environments in the game, it's better if you're like, you're, you're not breathing properly. So yeah. It, it, yep. Yep. Yeah, and one thing that happens with me, I don't know if it happens with you, is the more this happens, the more I'm okay with that being that voice saying shit in the morning, like, oh, I hate to say, 
now I'm like, yeah, okay, you can talk, whatever. I'm just going to do the thing that makes you shut up. It's, it's okay. Like for me also, lifting very heavy just leaves me in a mental state of bliss where no thoughts in my mind. Like I remember the last time I, we went, both of us went to the gym and I broke my, me, broke my personal uh, deadlift record. I remember the next 12 hours, and so basically until I went to sleep, there I wasn't thinking about anything. I was I was zen like I was like I was like whew, no thought in my mind. I was eating this steak. I was like I'm just eating this steak. It's delicious. And and but now I haven't lifted that heavy or even close to it in a while. But that, just to say that it's very easy to to consciously know, but then like and eh, maybe tomorrow. So also a big thing, and I, I'm gonna finish with this is don't judge yourself too much because for me in my mind i think this there's this idea that only when i do like everything perfect one year in a row doing the the my practices always consistently never missing a day then i'm gonna be happy yeah then i'm consistent the truth is no because i've had things where i feel like oh if i can do this for one week i'm gonna be happy and then i did it and it's like uh i'm still normal maybe it's two weeks maybe it's one month no it's it's always something else the more at least for me, the more I, you know, experience and the more I try these things, the more calm I get, the more, the less shit I give, pretty much. If I miss, I'm like, yeah, whatever, I know how to fix it tomorrow. I'm not emotionally attached as much. So if you're passing through something like that, just know things get better. Yeah. Yeah, you don't get anxious about it. Yeah. 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 Dude, and yeah, and the best things for me at least take a bus ride. Like uh going and then coming back, do that. Or a train trip or something. Because when you're forced to think about things, they get solved much much easier. Then if you're stressed on your computer, working and then thinking. And then, yeah, sometimes for me also, I just need to talk to people. Sometimes I've been inside for 12 hours in my computer. I just need to go maybe to the coffee shop, say hi to the, the girl there. And that's it. I'm good. Boom. Maybe some small talk. Yep. 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 And we can finish with that.